so dry, but he had beautiful flowers this year. Do they have deer issues out there? Yeah. With, with browsing their plants and yep. whatnot? Actually, they have moose issues. Moose, that's, yeah. that's, that's a different yeah. In thing. fact, we were there in March to see our new granddaughter, and I was relegated to cooking, and we had a grill out in the garage with the door open, and Becky yells out, there's a moose out back. And they'd had a cow and a calf coming to the yard regular. So I kind of went to the back door and looked out the window, and there was a small calf moose eating their apple tree. Really? Yeah. And, you know, not just picking off little branches, but picking off branches. It's a serious browser. Yeah. And then the mama came, and she, it's like she had a pair of a silky. She was taking off stuff. I said, holy cow. And, um, wow. yeah, but they were right in the yard there. And so I said, I'm just going to, they went out of sight. So I went out of the garage around the corner to see where they'd gone. I turned the corner of the garage and I was right face to face with the calf. Hmm. She was right there. And they spent an hour in the yard. They were browsing aspen and the apple tree. How did the apple trees grow there? This was growing actually pretty good. We were when we were back this summer it had fruit on it. And it yeah. it I think it benefited from being pruned. It didn't yeah. look as nice, but it it was had good growth. I mean, I would think the dryness would be good for him. Yeah. You know, apple doesn't like all this humidity with the fungi yeah, and everything, right. but yeah. It's just the water. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's so little. Yeah. The biggest observation we had with fruit was in Washington. We got the, we were going to the West Coast, so we decided to take Route 2, which actually goes all the way across the country. And we left Coeur d'Alene and took 90 away and hit Route 2, and it went cross lots. And it went through really nice farmland couple reservations and there was a lot of farming going on uh, a lot of wheat and corn and stuff but we came to a this was the one of the most amazing things we came to this spot and all of a sudden we're going down through a canyon so we've been at high elevation and we came down into uh, Wenatchee Washington and it's all sagebrush and there's, there's really no height to anything there come down in the valley and it's all fruit trees it's right along the the columbia river Mm. and all fruit trees cherry apple peach and the uh, cherry trees were covered with like acres of them covered with netting to keep the birds out wow and they used uh propane cannons to scare them away so you're sitting at your campground it's like there's a war going on okay. yeah a lot of fruit trees in the valley yeah i mean i so it's not that humid there where you were at that point at no that point? it wasn't all that humid no yeah i mean because cherry gets their butt kicked by humidity around yeah. here and fun, yeah. fungus and stuff and it was just about picking time so we got to see a lot of really loaded cherry trees that's cool and they were looking for laborers too they needed people to pick to yeah. dr- deliver them and all of that who isn't yeah who, who isn't, isn't? Yeah, everybody is everywhere yeah. yeah yeah that's cool so the, the and then that that vein i call it a vein that vein of fruit trees goes right to the canadian border we were at a campground um in oroville it was a passport america campground cost us 20 bucks it wasn't all that nice but it had a laundry mat Oh, 
and a mulberry tree with fruit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We camped under that mulberry tree. I love mulberries, man. I thought about you. Yeah. Becky ate a bunch of them. And we're, we're there, and uh, there's fruit trees all the way up to the Canadian border and through the Canadian border along the river there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's big. If you want to pick mulberries uh, next year, go to Kingston and just walk around yeah. anywhere in Kingston. Huh. You will find wild mulberries. Oh, wow. And they got yeah. the true white ones and the oh, red wow. ones. There used to be one right here on the corner by the old country corner store. Oh, yeah. Mary's saying that. Yeah. yeah. Huge one. Yeah. Yeah. They're a good tree. They're tough. Yeah. They can, they can, they got no pest issues right now. Yeah. But, um,. The, uh, do they irrigate then with yes. the Columbia River? Oh, irrigation is big. Yeah. Yeah. There okay. wouldn't be anything if they didn't irrigate. Right. You know, the, the hay fields are irrigated. The crop fields are irrigated. The potatoes are irrigated. Idaho's got a lot of potatoes around where Jed is. That's still a true thing, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. How about beef and stuff? Some beef. Yeah. Yeah. In different places there was beef. Yeah. Very, oh, you didn't see much in the line of dairy till we got... Back into Wisconsin and yeah. Michigan. You wouldn't think so, but Florida's loaded with beef. I've I've heard that loaded. Yeah, Spanish moss growing Maybe. over cows. It's just weird. Wow, that is weird. It's weird to see. Yeah. Spanish yeah. moss is just man. It's, yeah, yeah. Huh. So, um, what route did you take going back? Because it was a little different, wasn't it? Uh, going out, we we basically took. I-90 or paralleled I-90. We got off in Wyoming and uh, went up into the mountains. There was a spot that we had been recommended to us, the Medicine Wheel, which is high elevation, Indian spiritual ground, and it's supposed to be really neat. What state is this again? Wyoming. Wyoming. Okay. Almost on the uh, Montana border. Yeah, I don't go west of Pennsylvania, so you're gonna have to explain yeah. where these and places we're are. We're out there, and we stopped at a, the visitor center in Wyoming, and the woman says, "You're not gonna get there." They just had two feet of snow. Oh yeah. So we wow. didn't even try. We took another high elevation road, which there was snowmobiles out. This is in June. Damn. Yeah, on the way to Yellowstone, and like I said earlier, we camped, and the snow was up onto the tables in the Yellowstone. Yeah, so that was, oh, it was it was cold yeah. in the beginning, which was nice because I like it cold. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Me too. Um, then we went to Idaho from Yellowstone. Jed lives just down from Idaho or from Yellowstone a few a couple hours, and from there we did Southern Idaho, a National Wildlife Refuge where the birding was really good. And uh, why is it good there? Do you think it's just there's a lot of water. A lot of water. Yeah, and it's uh, it's definitely designed for to attract waterfowl. So we saw stuff that was western that I don't usually see, and it was really fun. Hmm. Yeah, we were out in the middle of nowhere, and it was cool. Um, people moving to Idaho? I, I hear they are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, people are moving to Idaho. Yeah. Yep. And there's hot springs there. We heard tell of a hot spring. We The guy... Couldn't remember just where it was, but somebody decided, oh, this is a good place for some tropical fish. So this guy took some tropical fish and put them in this hot spring. So when you're in there swimming in it, there's tropical fish. 
Really? Yeah. In Idaho. In Idaho. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. That's different. Yeah. Becky did a a day where um, she says, yep, today's hot spring day. So we drove around, found three hot springs. And, and, and there's not a million people at them? No, we had to hike to them. Okay. So if you have to work to get to them, right. they're not going to be there. Like how hot are we talking? Uh, it depends on how close to the where it comes out of the ground, but yeah. 100, 105 degrees. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, and then you go further away, and there's a, a cooling off pool, and then you go in the river down below, and it's cold. There's probably ones that are like in the middle of nowhere that no one knows about, too, huh? Yeah. Yep. That'd be cool. There are. No kidding. We went to one campground. It was a, a national recreation area. Seven bucks. Half price. Pit toilets, a pitcher pump type of thing for water. But next door was a hot spring. Huh. So Becky says, let's go. So we went over, and it basically was a swimming pool, full, almost a full-size swimming pool with two uh, smaller spa-type things. And the water just came through and started at the top. It was really hot. By the time you got to the pool, it was about 98 so it's, when it's that warm, like what's the, what's the like wildlife and plant life like in those things? There you wasn't I mean? much in them. We saw a you lot think of stuff would grow. Yeah, there's well, there's some vegetation, but not much. No, no I'm surprise. It is. We yeah. saw a lot of really cool butterflies on in one spot. They were, there must have been some minerals in the, in the water, and they were just clustered, hundreds of them. Huh. Yeah. Well, if you're just listening, uh, tuning in, this is From the Forest every Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. Tonight's topic is Mike's trip across the United States. And uh, I'll play a song because I went and saw Gordon Lightfoot, who's now 83 years old, over at Kingston last night. That was something.
number two. A movie queen to play the scene of bringing all the good things out in me. But for now, love, let's be real. I never thought I could act this way, and I've got to say. If you could read my mind, love, what a tale my thoughts could tell. Just like an old-time movie about a ghost from a wishing well in a castle dark or a fortress strong, with chains upon my feet. The story always ends. If you read. Between the lines, you'll know that I'm just trying to understand the feelings that you have. I never thought I could feel this way, and I've got to say that I just don't get it. I don't know where we went wrong, but the feeling's gone, and I just can't get it back. Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, I saw him last night, Mike. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I, I stopped at the uh, Museum of the Great Lakes in Wisconsin, somewhere up in one of those high Midwest states, and saw a special on the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was really it was really moving. And that that's always been moving for me. My cousins were on that line at that time those three of them out on the lakes and when we heard about the Edna Fitzgerald we didn't know if they were on that boat or not yeah so it was and they were all right in that vicinity that's pretty scary no kidding and that big lake is really brutal it's huge yeah it is it's big monstrous yeah. so uh what do you want to, we got about you know 13 minutes left well you know I, I took some notes Little things that I wanted to talk about that, um, first, I'll tell you what it cost me. <laughs> oh, yeah? You want to go into that? Yeah, I'll go into that. All right. Um, we spent $1,325 on lodging. It's not too bad. That's not bad, no. It's not bad at all. We camped all but one night when we broke down. Uh, we had to get a motel because we didn't couldn't sleep in our camper in the middle of a parking lot with Halliburton all around us. Oh, yeah. Oil company. Oh, is that everywhere. right? Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, 1200 almost 1300 in food, and that includes f- feeding Jed and his family while we were at their house. They eat a lot, huh? No, I'm just kidding. No, it's no. just expensive. No, I know. And then... That's not bad at all, 1300 No, I, I was surprised it was that little. Jeez. Uh, we I'm paid, sure we, we spent cre- a lot more than that. Yeah, <laughs> we used credit card for food and lodging. Yeah. Fuel, I took cash because I was going to take advantage of all of the discounts, which there weren't many. Yeah. That was $3,949. It's not, not as much as I thought you were going to say, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that, it was enough. 
And we did a total of 8,600 miles for the trip. I mean, that's not that bad. Shoot, Mike, um, I think I spent twelve over 1,200 on gas in one month in the Catskill Mountains on gas. Yeah. Well, this is an expensive place My wife to buy does the fuel. budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I, wanted to, I wanted to mention that because that was, that's what kept us in the United States was the cost of fuel. We yeah. didn't want to go through Canada. And Canada was darn near doubled the cost in the United States at that time. For fuel? Fuel, yeah. Wow. Maybe, maybe I think someone was saying it was uh, like $4 a liter. So that's expensive. Yeah. And a liter isn't close to a gallon. So. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that strikes me about the West is the blue spruce. And as we're coming up here tonight, I'm looking along the road and seeing all the shaggy blue spruce and hearing you say, oh, people are calling us all the time because their blue spruce are dying. Yeah. Out West, they're gorgeous. They don't get the rain and the humidity that spreads the spores. They're absolutely beautiful. Yeah. You you can have them here um, if you foliar spray them, which a lot of people are not willing to do, and I don't blame them. Finally, it's funny you say that because I just went to someone's property last week in Neversink, Sullivan County. And I said, you know, your blue spruce look really good. She goes, I haven't sprayed. Oh, wow. And I found out what the chemical product is, but I'm sure it's not cheap, and it's a boom sprayer. I mean, you have to literally spray a big tree. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, uh, yeah. you know, usually you don't have neighbors when you do that kind of stuff. Yeah, because people, you know, they start seeing boom sprayers doing yep. stuff, and yeah, but yeah, it's the humidity. They always get um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, geez, doesn't matter. Needle cast. They look needle they look, cast. They look bad. They get needle cast, yeah. and uh, they start dying from the bottom up. Yeah, fifteen to twenty-five years old. Yeah, yeah, they're they're incredible. I've but, seen pictures of them yeah. out west, and uh, yeah, they look great. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. And the other, the, what about the, a hardwood? Is there a hardwood that you're like, damn, that's nice? Out there? Yeah. No. Aspen. Aspen. Sapwood. <laughs> Get out of here. You know, people. That's the only thing I can make fun of them on out there is they'd be like, oh, you guys, I guess you have mountains. They're like hills. I'm like, well, I guess you have trees. You have the only thing you got is aspen. Yeah. Yeah, people burn it out yeah. there. And I use it for sapwood, and I know you use it sometimes too. Yeah, I do. But one of the other things, and when I did environmental science, I did a lot of succession discussions with kids and talked about, you know, nothing's going to stay the same. And I do that with CFA. But we went to Craters of the Moon National Monument, and we came around a corner, and it turned black. And I said, what is that? It's weird. To Becky, and it was Craters of the Moon National Monument. What turned black? The ground. The, ground. the whole landscape turned bl- literally black. And it turns out, 2,000 years ago, there was a lava flow in Idaho that covered the size, an area the size of the state of Rhode Island. No kidding. In lava, all vesicular, full of gas, and really, ugly. Well, it was actually beautiful, but it was ugly stuff. Nothing was there. And if if people read the fall issue of the CFA newsletter, I'm going to talk about a tree because I found a uh, limber pine 
they're about the only things that grow there in terms of trees. They can tolerate that site. Yep. Yep. Found limber pine, and it was on top of a crater. We walked up this crater up to the top, and there was one tree up there. And it was another little depression that had some brush in it. <laughs> but that tree was like a foot in diameter. I said, what? How did that tree do that? It's like the exact opposite of here. I spent last week looking for a bald. Oh, I and, saw your yeah. thing, yeah. And they're a big deal, right? Yeah, you find a, hey, vegetation doesn't grow over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, we get back, We stayed in the Craters of the Moon. Yeah. Seven fifty, half price. Didn't cost us anything to get in, and uh, huh. it was. Uh, we were just parked within all this basalt rubble, and it was really kind of cool. But I'm sitting there, and we got there early, so we did some touristing. We came back to the campsite, and I'm thinking about that tree, and I look across the driveway from the campsite, and there's a flower, one stalk of a flower coming out of that basalt and i'm thinking oh this is a story you know so i took a whole bunch of pictures of survivors and talk i'm going to talk about secondary succession because it's not primary succession lichen starts to make the soil that they grow in but it's still not primary because everything's still there there it just has to get a foothold oh yeah going back to biology class yeah but yeah. it was it was really a cool place. And it's the size of Rhode Island. Um, it, nature's way more resilient than people think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the flowers we saw were an inch or two tall, but their roots were six to eight feet deep because yeah. they had to go somewhere to get water and that stuff. It was cool. amazing. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. And it was like when you go to Yosem- or Yellowstone, rather, you can't walk on the on the geyser stuff because it's so fragile and you might fall through. Well, on the basalt, you can't walk on it either because it crushes. And they showed pictures over the last hundred years of some of the main attractions and what's happened. Okay. And they're just getting trampled to death. Yeah. So it was uh, it was really a cool place, though. Huh. Well, we've got about uh, two and a half minutes. What, what else do you want to leave off on, Mike? On Mike's trip across the United um, States. Well, we broke down. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And in North Dakota. And we met probably 10 people during that time. The nicest people in the world. Yeah. We met a, a record guy who was driving a record with 450,000 miles on it that didn't have reverse. <laughs> the, the mechanic that worked on our car stayed probably late to work on it. He loaned us his car with the caveat that we don't touch anything. He said, the heat's on. Don't touch it because I need that heat this winter. He had it working, so he wasn't going to. He said, just don't touch it. And the postmaster in the little town says, I can give you a ride next to the next town. Okay. No yeah. So it was, it was just a, an incredibly warm feeling. People are still nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, man, what if that happened at Craters of the Moon? <laughs> so that's how I'll end it. If it had happened at Craters of the Moon, we'd have been, they'd have towed us for hours. Really? Yeah. 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 No kidding. So you think you'll, uh, you do think you'll go back out at some point? Yeah, we'll go see Jed. Yep. Yeah. He's there for the long haul. Give you an excuse. Yeah. Yep. 
um, ever go in a different direction, go south or, or a different route? Or <coughs> Well, we don't like the heat, so. Yeah. Or I don't like the heat. I don't like the heat. Yeah. Becky likes the heat? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. We've been to the southwest, and um, we probably won't. Well, we might go back to the southwest, but it'll be in the winter time. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love traveling. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'll be going to Florida again this December. <laughs> One of the things I wish, this is just a, hopefully this will be it. When we were going up a mountain to the pass or down a canyon, I wish I could see both ways. Because yeah. the, the views behind you, whether you're going up or down, are incredible. No kidding. And Becky was looking at stuff and saying, oh, man, you ought to see that. And when you're going 60 miles an hour down a canyon in a camper, you say, I don't dare look. I'll look at the road. Yeah, I'm going to watch the road. But, yeah. yeah, it was incredible. I don't blame you. Yeah. And it was fun seeing Charlie, our granddaughter. She, <laughs> she changed in the month we were out there. Cool. Yep. Well, that's about all the time we have on From the Forest. Every Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m., tonight's show is Mike's Trip Across the United States. Up next is a new show. Uh, I think it's Sustaining Local with Hoppy Quick. Is that it? What's it called, Hop? You're not on tonight? No. You're just watching. Well, when are you doing your show? Uh, maybe next week. Maybe next week. So you want to stay tuned to that. Hoppy's been on From the Forest um, quite a bit, and uh, you're going to want to look out for that show. But um, have a good night, and take care. Thanks, everybody. Oh, the neon lights were flashing, and the icy wind did blow. The water seeped into his shoes, and the drizzle turned to snow. His eyes were red, his hopes were dead, and the wine was running low. Then the old man came home from the forest. His tears fell on the sidewalk as he stumbled in the street. A dozen faces stopped to stare, but no one stopped to speak. For his castle was a hallway, and the bottle was his friend and the old man stumbled in from the forest up a dark and dingy staircase the old man made his way his ragged coat around him as upon his cot he lay and he wondered how it happened that he'd ended up this way Getting lost like a fool In the forest And as he lay there sleeping A vision did appear Upon his mantle shining The face of one so dear Who'd loved him in the springtime Of a long forgotten year When the wildflowers Delia IOX is supported by you and the following underwriters. Chappie's Good Food on Main Street and Roxbury for lunch, dinner, and cocktails. And Chappie's sister restaurant, the Old Mill Steakhouse, just around the corner on Bridge Street. Chappie's open every day. The Old Mill Steakhouse open on weekends. 607-326-7020 or chappiesgoodfood.com. 
Delaware County Solid Waste Management Center on State Route 10 in Walton for disposal and recycling. Open 7.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Delaware County Solid Waste Management Center information about materials and disposal fees at 607-832-5800 or see the Delaware County Solid Waste Management Center link at WIOXradio.org. What the soap? WTS and Company in Prattsville for soaps and lotions made on site, locally handcrafted candles, pottery, jewelry, art, and gifts, and a hand-picked selection of books on homesteading nature, and local history. WTS and Company in the Prattsville Plaza and online at whatthesoap.com. AMR Open Studios and the AMR Open Studios Tour. 32 artists, painters, sculptors, printmakers, photographers, and mixed-media artists open their studios and galleries to the public as they pull back the curtain on their creative process and display their art. Andy's Arkville, Denver, Fleischman's, Halkettsville, Margaretville, and Roxbury. AMR Open Studios Tour, Saturday and Sunday, July 30th and 31st. A complete AMR Studios Tour map and details about the artists at amropenstudios.org. amropenstudios.org. This is Dan O'Connell, host of Monday Morning Music on WIOX Roxbury. I also manage underwriting for WIOX. And I'm an underwriter supporting WIOX, here to let you know that as a licensed New York State real estate salesperson, I help people sell their homes in Margaretville, Stamford, Hobart, Delhi, Bovina, Andes, Fleischmann's, Pine Hill, Hackettsville, Roxbury, and neighboring communities. Information on selling your home at 646-263-8677, 646-263-8677. 